and I, a podcast about strengths. I'm Coda. And I'm Elise. And today we're going to be talking about burnout. We're in the heat of the spring semester now. Midterms is this upcoming week and it's kind of it's kind of a lot right now. How's your spring semester going, Elise? I put a lot on my plate for this semester. So I took on an internship, which I do love a lot. Um, and then full-time student working and I just took on a new role at my job, so a lot going on for me. How about you? How's your spring semester going so far? I loaded myself up with classes. I'm an art student, and I'm taking four studio classes and a visual culture class right now, so I, like, constantly have so many projects going on at the same time, and I'm trying to, like, be a good employee at work and following like hobbies and stuff and it's a lot to keep balance of. Yeah, that sounds like a lot on your plate all at once. How do you manage to keep it all afloat? Recently, I have been making a lot of lists and usually I'm not like a planner. I don't like writing down everything that I'm gonna do. It just kind of overwhelms me, but because of how much I have, writing it all down and like writing the dates that everything is due so that I know how to prioritize has helped really well. It's also been important to schedule in time to just do nothing or like spend time with my friends and just like kind of calm down after being in like go, go, go mode for so long. Something that helps me with burnout that I was just thinking about and I've talked about with my therapist is making time and like setting aside time in your schedule for self-care. And that can look a bunch of different ways for different people. Like some of the ideas that I had come up with were reading a book and like finishing a book, but not having the expectation to necessarily finish the book, but just kind of reading to read um, or planting a little bit. I like to have a lot of plants in my apartment and it just brings a nice healthy vibe to the place, which I love. Um, And spending time with my cat and just kind of doing anything that makes me feel a little bit more energized and more in my person again which is really good because sometimes when you're just going, 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 you can easily lose touch with yourself and that's not healthy. Yeah, sometimes like when there's so much going on, I kind of feel like I'm watching myself do things like from like behind my eyes. I'm just watching myself go through all of these different things and getting them done and I don't feel like I'm in control. So definitely doing those healthy activities or like even like taking a bath or something is really helpful. Yeah, nothing beats, like, a good bath, you know, you get the, like, Epsom salt, maybe some bubbles, you know, you have fun with it. Maybe a candle, if you're feeling really crazy. Oh my gosh, the first time I, like, took a bath and I turned the bathroom lights off and I just lit candles, that was a crazy experience. (laughs) I had never thought to do it before. It's so nice. It's so magical. I also think it's really important when you're feeling just super overwhelmed and you have a ton on your plate to ask for help. Whether that be from like your friends or your teachers or your mentors, get people to help you with whatever you have to do. Sometimes you can ask for help about like chunking up different projects or assignments that you have to take. It can be hard to know exactly where to start and how to break things down, but sometimes a second pair of eyes can help you like step back from the situation and be like, oh, I can start here, I can work on this much today, work on that much tomorrow, and just take things slow while still meeting those deadlines and requirements. It can be a lot of help. Also, sometimes just like survival tasks, like trying to like feed yourself or like keep your apartment clean. 
like you can ask for help like explain to your roommates and friends like how overwhelmed you are and be like hey can you help me get my laundry done or something like that and being able to do those acts of service for each other can be really beneficial and you shouldn't feel bad for asking for help because then when you're in a less overwhelmed state you can help your friends when they need it too yeah sometimes just making sure that like the bare minimum is getting done can be enough like obviously it's not great for like the long run and eventually you have to do a little bit more you know and put some more effort in there um but just kind of getting like your teeth brushed in the morning and at night and taking your showers when you need to take your showers and changing your sheets, putting on clean clothes, like stuff like that, it adds up and you start feeling better about yourself because you're treating yourself with like at least a little bit of respect. Also with asking for help, if your mental health is just so depleted and you're super overwhelmed, it's okay to ask your professors for extensions or ask them for help and assistance and it's okay to go to the counseling mental health center and ask for some help there as well yeah their phone number in case you need to call them for any reason is 208-885-6716 it's a great resource on campus that you can call you can call them anytime and if you do have a crisis you can still call that same number they're happy to help you get through all of your struggles Usually with a burnout, you can kind of feel yourself getting to that point, so hopefully you can stop yourself before you get there by trying to prevent that from happening in various ways. Maybe you just need to take a step back and take some time for yourself. I know sometimes that can be really hard to do when you have a ton of things on your plate. You're like, I need to get all of my things done. But sometimes you'll be way more productive if you take just like an hour to yourself to breathe and calm down do something that makes you feel good and then you go in with a better mood and you'll be way more efficient and fast and productive and do better work. Jumping off of that, it's really important to pay attention when you start feeling that burnout because if you let your get if you let yourself get completely depleted, it's going to take a lot more time and effort to get back to even halfway back For to sure. your normal self. So it's best to just kind of be proactive with it and stop and be like, hey, I'm also a priority just as much as all these other activities that are going on in my life. Like I need to put myself first because I feel like it's so easy to just get carried away and be like, oh, well, everyone else and then me or all these other projects and then me. But that's no way to live and it's just going to end up making you miserable. Also, sometimes if you're getting that point and you ignore it, your body will just shut down. Like you can get sick from being super stressed out and then you have no choice except for to deal with it. So it's way better to deal with it um, before you reach that point than once you reach that point and you're sick and then you have all these projects to deal with and you're sick. So just make sure to slow down because if you don't, your body will and that will be way less fun. Yeah, you can even have like severe muscle pain from stress sometimes if you don't slow down. And trust me, you do not want to experience that. It is the worst. Also, sometimes when I'm super overwhelmed, I feel like burnout is kind of associated with feeling overstimulated for me. Like there's just so many things that I have to do and it kind of takes up noise in my head. And sometimes I'll try and just like go on my phone and like ignore it and block out the world. And then I'm just like spoon fed content and start doom scrolling and it always makes me feel so much worse and I think that's just because I'm feeding that overstimulation 
So it's really important to remember that it's okay to be bored sometimes. Like, even if that just means eating your meals without having your phone in your hand, that quiet time to allow your brain to rest can be really beneficial. Yeah, it's good to turn off the screen every now and then and just let yourself be at peace with yourself. Like, especially when you're going to bed at night, like give yourself the time for your brain to just wind down before bed without having a screen in front of you or falling asleep with a screen because it really does affect your sleep in a very in a very dramatic way. So you do want to be really careful about that and just kind of give yourself the best go at things. I feel like usually when I notice that I'm getting super like addicted to my screen, I try to be super dramatic about it and I'm like, okay, I'm deleting everything. I'm just like not going to be on my phone at all. And that's like never the right move because then when you come back, it's going to be like a flooding of like everything all at once. So just having little pockets of time where I'm intentionally putting my phone away has been super helpful for me. So like I said, I'll put it away when I'm eating. I'll Sometimes I'll like intentionally drive somewhere without having music, which is like crazy for me to say because I love music, but little things that I'm doing that I'm already doing something, doing that without like this pacifier in my hand has been really nice because it allows my brain to like rest and think about whatever it wants to think about rather than being fed what to think about. Sometimes when you're just needing to get away from the screens and the burnout and everything, you can partake in some healthy activities, which we as well-being ambassadors love to do because sources of strength. <laughs> so we were talking about some ideas of things that you could do, such as going to the rec center and hitting the gym or maybe using the climbing wall and just kind of moving your body a little bit in a positive way, which is always good. Or you can go to the Arboretum and stare at all the really nice plants or go to Hello Walk and stare at the people or the really cute campus squirrels, which everybody loves. Yeah, I feel like when you're super busy, something that's good to try is to like combine things that you want to do. So like if you want to spend time with your friends and you also want to work out because your body needs to feel better, maybe you work out with your friends or like go do something fun with your friends like rock climbing like Elise said or like going, going skating at the ice rink, things like that. That way you're doing something fun, you're doing something that gets yourself moving and you're spending time with people all at once. That way you're kind of getting recharged in different ways and not spending too much time doing it if you need your time to work on whatever it is that you have to work on. Another thing that you can do if you are like kind of crunched for time and you have a lot of deadlines coming up and your friends also have a lot of deadlines coming up, you can work on those pro projects and assignments together like in the same space and that way you're still like bonding and being social but also like in a really productive way. Because I know sometimes if I'm not if I don't feel like I'm being productive enough, I feel really guilty. So I feel like that's a really good way to get the best of both worlds. And then you can start to work on like, why do you feel guilty about that stuff and not feeling guilty about it? Because there's nothing wrong with taking time for yourself or being social or just getting out there and taking breaks. Yeah, also with spending time with your friends, like studying together, sometimes that helps me feel more productive, like having another person there who's also working on stuff. I think it's called like body doubling or something, but just like feeling like I'm being perceived is like in a weird way kind of helps motivate me to actually do something. So it can help to like get out of the house, go to like a cute cafe or go to the library, spend time with people and get your stuff done. Maybe get yourself like a nice little treat, get yourself a drink or something. 
and make make like a day out of it make make a morning out of it make it like a fun thing that you're doing together something that can be really important is introducing routine into your life especially if you're feeling like constantly overwhelmed with stuff like just having a good set routine can be really helpful like having a nice like morning one where you're like oh i do this and this and this at the same time like every day like it's great and also having like a good nighttime routine as well having a good morning routine is really important to starting off your day for me, I like to wake up and I get up ridiculously early because my cat likes to be fed ridiculously early, like four in the morning early. Oh my gosh. So I have lots of time in the morning. So I get up early and then I have a good chunk of time. Like I spend 30 minutes-ish just kind of having no expectations for what I'm doing. And then I start my day. It's really been helpful because I don't feel like that rush of like, oh, I, I woke up, I gotta go, I gotta go. I can just sit there and be like, okay, I'm awake. Like, what's the day like? You know, what? how am I feeling? Did I sleep okay? Like, how, how am I feeling in my body? It's fantastic. And then I go take a shower and I have breakfast, make some coffee. And it's just, it's a very gentle morning. And I think that's helped me out a lot with like my overall mood throughout the day because I just, I don't feel so overwhelmed first thing. Yeah, slow mornings are so underrated. Last semester, I would wake up 30 minutes before class, so I'd be, like, going, 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 going. Like, I wake up, I get ready, I grab a snack, and I'm out the door. And now I wake up, like, an hour before I have to leave, which isn't, like, a ton of time, but it's enough that I can, like, go about everything a little bit more slowly and, like, be more peaceful rather than immediately turning on as soon as I wake up and be like, I have to get everything going, get out the door. So yeah, definitely just waking up a little bit earlier, even though it sounds like counterintuitive because you're like, I want to get more sleep, but allowing yourself those slow moments, especially at the start of your day and the end of your day before you go to bed, so nice. So speaking of sleep routines, do you have any tips for getting a better night's sleep or getting into the sleep? To the sleep. <laughs> the sleep. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I used to struggle a lot with falling asleep and staying asleep. I still kind of struggle with it, but I've noticed that there's a couple things that I do help me have a better quality of sleep. One of those things kind of goes with what we were saying about screens. Putting your screen away, even just like half an hour before bed is really good because then you don't have a ton of things like noise in your head that you're thinking about as you're falling asleep. You have a little bit more peace as you go into nighttime. It's also pretty important to go to bed at the same time every night or like try to at least like kind of close. I have an alarm that goes off at like 10, 15 every night that's like, go to bed. So that even if I'm like talking to my friends and I'm having a great time, I'm like, okay, I need to go to bed or I'm going to like be a mess tomorrow. So setting those like reminders for yourself, you don't have to be super stern about it. You don't have to have like set a bedtime for yourself, but Trying to maintain a little bit of consistency is really helpful. At least it has been helpful for me. Also, another thing that is really odd but always makes me, makes me sleep better is going to bed in a made bed, which is, like, so random. But if my blankets are all, like, messed up and I'm, like, constantly trying to fix them the whole night and just taking, like, five minutes to put them all nice on my bed before I go to sleep makes it makes me feel so much more calm and, like, taken care of when I go to bed. Yeah, there's nothing like having like fresh sheets and just a perfectly made bed and just kind of flopping into it and being like, yeah, this is gonna be a really good night's sleep. Because I know like, especially when I have a nice fluffy comforter, I feel like I'm in a movie and I'm like the main character crawling into bed and I'm just like, ah, oh, 
I'm living the luxurious life. I'm kind of the opposite. I like having like cold sheets. Oh my goodness. But yeah, <laughs> I'm weird. I've been told that like, I tell my friends that and they're like, why do you have sheets? But it feels so nice. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Well, on the subject of sleep, we're going to tuck this podcast in for the night and focus on a What Helps Us location on the What Helps Us map, which you can find if you just look up uidaho.edu slash whathelpsus. You can also submit to the map on that page, and it focuses on places and spaces that help vandals. And our question for the day for a What Helps Us location is going to be a place that you like to go to unplug or feel a little bit more peaceful. I enjoy the well space because that is where we meet as well-being ambassadors on Wednesdays. It is great and I just, I love the community and just kind of stepping away from like other responsibilities and being like, oh, like this is what we're doing and it's it's fun and easy. It's also open to anybody if you just wanna go in and unplug. There's like coloring pages and Rubik's cubes and little games. If you just need a place to go and like calm down, it's a great place. The well space hours are generally from Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So feel free to come in, stop, say hi, kind of relax and unwind. It's a really fantastic space. Um, for me, I'm going to say the place that I like to go to watch the sunset, which is kind of by the observatory up down that road. There's like these pullout spots and it's such a great overview of the sunset. And the sunsets here are so pretty when the skies are clear. So that's going to be my well helps this location. So for today's gratitude goodbye, we want to take the time to step outside and just look at something that we're really looking forward to. Koda, how about you? I am looking forward to the Starving Artist Sale, which is going to be in April. I'm, it's like a lot of work trying to prepare for it, but there's a ton of students and people in the community that are going to take part in it, and I'm really excited to put myself out there and show my art to the community a little bit more. So even though it's a lot of work and it's a little bit overwhelming, I'm super excited for all of it to pay off. Nice. What are you excited for, Elise? I am really excited for spring break, and I know that sounds cliche, but I am so fortunate to have my partner fly from Louisiana to come visit for like oh all gosh, the spring she's break. Dedicated. I know it's so exciting and then we're also gonna like spend a little time with my family too which best of both worlds you know so like it's gonna be really fantastic. Nice. One more thing before we go we would love to thank today's sponsor. Just kidding it's just us. If you like listening to this podcast or you think it would be interesting to be on this podcast we are always looking for new voices. So if you're interested, go ahead and send us an email or a DM on Instagram. The email for the podcast and getting signed up is amandaf at uidaho.edu. So A-M-A-N-D-A-F at uidaho.edu. You can also just DM us on Instagram at Wellbeing, and we'll also get you connected. We're happy to talk about any subjects that interest you. This is really a student-led podcast, so if there's something that interests you, it probably interests other people, and we're happy to talk about it. So definitely reach out if you're interested, and with that, we're going to wrap up. Bye! Bye.